Welcome to Game Quest, everybody. We're back again. The three of us this time. Uh, Jordan, Jacob, and Matt. Yo. We couldn't Hello. wrangle everyone else into this thing, so we're just going to sit here and talk some shit and do our thing. How you guys doing? Yep. Peachy. Good. Yeah. Good. Any, any exciting news? Uh, Jacob, you're buying a computer eventually, maybe, sort of? Yes. Hopefully, uh, you know, once I pick the part, pick the parts, pick the minds of all of the people in the Discord on what my optimal build will be, uh, I will be making the trek down to Fry's, which is close enough to my house that I should have been there buying stuff this entire time. <laughs> oh, oh, I forgot Fry's Electronics was still a thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Fries for me means a grocery store, so that still confuses me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I purposefully haven't been into fries since I've lived in San Diego because I know that it, it's bad news. There's no way I can walk in there and walk out without having bought something that is expensive and I probably didn't actually need. So you're like me with Best Buy. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or Target. <laughs> or yeah, anywhere, or, really, uh, to be any honest. Any grocery with store ever, yeah. Yeah, anything Anywhere I ever walk cool into. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, well, um, I didn't have an eventful week, so let's just start talking about some news. What do you say? Let's do it. This, this might be a relatively short episode. We don't have a lot coming up. E3 will be here before we know it, so next week we'll have a shitload to talk about, but this week it's a little slow other than some rumors and some trailers that dropped. So let's yeah. start it off with uh, Death Stranding, something we know everything about now because the trailer came. <laughs> and it explained exactly. everything. It explained Everything. it, you know. It spoiled the entire game. I don't think I even game. want to play it. Yep. Yeah. I'm like, why would I even play this? I know exactly what happens. Um. Really though, what the fuck is this thing? Yeah, so I have a theory. Okay. And it's probably going to be dead fucking wrong, but it's what I'm going with. So something obviously happens. World gets blown to shit. Eldritch fucking monsters come through, and basically dead people get trapped like in between they can't move on something like that maybe something's controlling them who the fuck knows so i think because we see sam or norman reedus and the funky fetus go through like get dragged in the <laughs> norman other reedus the and the funky fetus. fetus is that what you just said <laughs> did you come up with that i have not heard that Dude. Norman Reedus and the funky fetus, Norman Reedus and the fetus, fetus. Like, there's Norman Reedus and the Jesus oh fetus. It's everywhere. <laughs> that is the funniest thing I've heard all week. I wish we still had episode titles. I would so use them. <laughs> but uh, I think so. Anyway. <laughs> if you're alive, you can go back into the underworld and then come back alive or some shit like that. And then obviously they're going around like the death stranding and they're calling things beached things. So like the dead people and all the monsters and shit. So it's obviously going to be, you know, connecting the world back together and shit. But so I don't know where I was going with this. I had a whole train of thought of this like a week ago. <laughs> and then I guess over the week, it's just gone. <laughs> well, I'm so sure it's wrong. So don't put too much Nicholson? time into it. Huh? Um, what the fuck is Mads Mikkelsen? He's just like a mud monster that raises skelly soldiers? I mean, he's I, like a necromancer? I don't fucking know, <laughs> man. Yeah, who the fuck knows? I don't know what any of this is. I know uh, it looks a lot like Metal Gear Survive in gameplay, which is interesting. Um, yeah. It just looks like Metal Gear, like the most recent Metal Gears, <laughs> well, which is a good thing in my book. Well, yeah, absolutely. I just, I wonder if Kojima was actually making survive before he left or like had the idea out there because it looks so similar, like not with the crazy, this crazy yeah, of a story, yeah. obviously, but I don't know. It just, that was considered like this big cash grab thing. And I, it just makes me wonder if Kojima was actually working on that before. Yeah. And, and, then and that was actually his thing. survive and they just pushed it out real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of real quick, um, this game has been in development for three short years and it's coming out in November. It's amazing what happens when you just give the guy a bunch of fucking money and let him loose. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what's happening here because yeah. he's not how having many, a development delay at all. How many hours yeah. do you think Kojima slept in those three years? Because I'm guessing three? Like, probably <laughs> less than ten. Yeah. I mean, the uh, dude has time to sleep, work. So. And watch two full movies a day, according to himself. So, like, he don't sleep well, at dude, all. That's not a bad <laughs> life. Real. He's probably like me, and he just watches movies at work. 
Yeah. Oh, probably. Like he's, he's just fucking his hands are over here doing something and he's just staring at the screen. He's like, oh, fuck. Okay, cool. Uh, John Wick just killed the dude with that fucking book. That's nuts. Awesome. Uh, uh, but yeah, we don't know much else here. There's time travel well, stuff happening. We know it's going to be a big ass fucking open world because he says. Well, Mads Mikkelsen, who is dressed like Kojima, you know, in the most tongue-in-cheek fucking thing ever. I'll show you the real thing soon. You can even go to the moon. Like, fuck off. <laughs> God damn it, yeah. Kojima. <laughs> um, I'm fucking ready for it. I'm ready for all this. The The cast in this game is fucking even more awesome than we knew. Um, I think it's really interesting that uh, Nicholas Winding Refn... Ref, Refn? I, I, don't, I don't know if that's how you say who? that dude's name. Uh, he's, he's a director. Yeah, yeah, he's a, a director of some really good ass movies, and he's also doing a TV series, rec- uh, not recently, but soon, um, on Hulu, maybe. Anyway, Amazon. it's just like Amazon. There you go. It's this like very surreal drive like TV show with that like aesthetic and everything. And Kojima's actually in that for at least a moment. Um, he was in the trailer, and so Kojima, because he loves everyone he works with, apparently got him in there. And there's also a dude named Die Hardman. <laughs> what? <laughs> you think that's his like his birth name, or I think no, it's a that's code not the name, actor's like name. Quiet or Bob. Oh, or... okay. Yeah, Sorry, I think you're saying that someone's okay actual name no, was Die Hardman. No, no, it's a character. It's Die Hyphen Hardman. Okay, <laughs> I think that's, that's the fantastic. coolest fucking thing in the world. Right? Oh my god. Also when you need them. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man. Uh they also have Troy Baker in here with his actual face apparently, so people can finally find out what Troy Baker looks like. Uh <laughs> Yoji Shinkawa's back. I mean, this is it it's nuts. Boys are dude. back in town. The boys are back in town. They're ready to fucking time travel, go to World War One and Vietnam and shit, go to the moon apparently, and they're gonna do it on November eighth, which is I so can't contain myself. <laughs> right. <laughs> I can't fucking contain myself. So Did anyone uh, draft it? I did. Hey. Ooh. Hey, what's up? It's it's your boy. Jordan, the winner. Jordan's winning because apparently <laughs> Cyberpunk's not coming out this year. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, hey, who knows? We might find out very soon that um <laughs> You and I are going to be tussling for the highest Death rated thing at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that'll be a fucking fight right there. Uh, I mean, that's assuming that this game is good. We don't know that it's good, but it fucking it looks wild, man. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! And I am so ready for it. I'm uh, already anticipating. From- I'm already anticipating <laughs> it being one of the games that I look back on wishing I could play again, not knowing anything about it. Yeah, like playing it completely blind. Yeah. Oh, uh, we forgot to say there's uh, asymmetric multiplayer, whatever the hell that means. Um, <laughs> they they tell not... you what it is. The most Kojima-ass thing they could come up with. Well, you, you play with other people, but you don't directly play with other Like, you can yeah. drop off supplies, run missions for them, that kind of thing. So I'm assuming whatever of... you do in your world kind of affects other people's game. Yeah, but you're not like actually that. seeing them. You're never like, yeah. yo, let's match up and let's build ladders together it's not like that <laughs> yeah it, it, it reminds me of no man's guy like on its face here mm-hmm. like oh this fucking settlement is named buttfuck island and <laughs> xx420 smokem named it so cool awesome oh my god <laughs> maybe that's just wishful thinking i don't know all right uh let's move on to some other news here we have microsoft coming out finally announcing game pass for pc finally Gets more than, what, 15 games from the Xbox one on there? Uh, Wait, what? Hmm? There's only like 15 <laughs> games on the previous version of it that were on PC. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very limited cross-buy stuff currently. Yeah. Um, they're announcing this is going to have over 100 games. Uh, they're working with 75 PC developers and publishers, including Bethesda, Deep Silver, Devolver, Paradox, and Sega, to bring a bunch of stuff over. Uh, they haven't said anything about, like, price exactly when this is going to launch and everything they did confirm that gears of war 5 and halo the master chief are going to be involved um with this and it will be on these games gears and halo specifically are going to come to steam as well uh so they're really branching out their their pc efforts to get it to as many people as possible at this point the only thing i have seen is that that ultimate subscription the thing that gets you xbox live and game pass will also include this i think and that's 
the one that's only like 20 bucks a month, right? That they just announced. Uh, or am I thinking yeah, they of just something else? It. I don't remember how much it is exactly, but it's launching this fall. And I think it's like 20 or 25. Uh, it was, it saved you like five bucks a month compared to the two. That's all I remember. Um, so maybe it's 20 cause game pass is 10 Xbox Live might be 15. So oh. that's just even more fucking value for that. Especially if you own a PC and an Xbox, you're like, yeah. fucking a let's do it. Uh, interesting to note paradox is in here. Uh, and Microsoft likes to put brand new games on their game pass service. Sometimes I wonder if we'll get a bloodlines two on release day, save me a couple shekels. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be interesting going forward. I assume we'll hear more at E3. Uh, one thing we might not hear about at E3 actually is did okay. Did y'all play Ghostbusters the video game from like I did not. No, negative. That's the like the dual stick game, right? Like top it was. Down. It was more 3D. No, this one was more like 3D um, action game style. Oh, I believe. Uh, I remember playing it back in the day, and I remember that it was actually pretty damn good. Uh, had like likenesses for everybody. I'm not sure if it had like the the actual actors in there, but to make a long story short, it was pretty good and it's getting remastered this year. So <laughs> eh, eh. PS4, Xbox, Switch and Epic Game Store, which surprise. Um, I don't know why. I have no idea why they're doing this, but I would play that game again for the right price. <laughs> what is the right price, though? Uh, like 20 bucks. Oh, might go up, I might go up to 30. That would be but, too bad. No, uh, especially if you haven't played it before. Like, I think it's actually worth playing. When I saw the announcement, I fully expected it to be like THQ Nordic announces a remaster of Ghostbusters because they're fucking doing all that shit. They're doing 80 fucking games. <laughs> After Red Faction remars turd, um, I won't count them out for anything at this moment in time. Is that actually what they're calling it? Or is that... That yeah, no, that game is out. out. <laughs> that game is oh, already released. Really? It's, it's coming to Switch soon, but it is remastered. Yeah. Uh, hyphen turd. They could have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that game is pretty good, but still, that's. Well, they do the, uh, what is it, Deathfinitive for Darksiders, I think. Mm. The, the first two games, they might have had like a unique name for each of them, but Deathfinitive was at least one of them, and that's yeah. bad as well. <laughs> I appreciate good puns, but those are not good puns. <laughs> Uh, let's see this next one. We have a new announcement from Activision and infinity ward saying that call of duty colon modern warfare is their next game. If that's confusing to you, it should be uh, call of duty Four <laughs> modern warfare was arguably the game that fucking propelled the Xbox 360 to widespread fucking adoption. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they would re- argue call of duty games in general. Really? I think that was oh, like the 100%. biggest one. Yeah. Call of duty, uh, the Xbox, uh, console based first person shooters like things were not at the level that they were until call of duty 4 came around yeah so this is going to be a reboot uh they're talking about how they want to capture like the fucking horrendous nature of war Uh, a lot of the stuff going around was like oh they took the no russian level and they built a whole game out of it and the things i've seen so far have been okay there's some hits here but there's also some misses Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't really decide whether it wants to be full gut wrenching story or action hero thing, which Call of Duty has always been, which I expect. But you know, we'll we'll see when it comes out. Uh, definitely, mm-hmm. I'm going to check it out. Interesting to note here: it's going to have full crossplay between consoles and PC. Oh wow! So first, so really big. Are gonna get raped over the coals. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, pretty much, uh, pretty much, unless you you know just match with console players. Um, uh, what the hell else is coming out on October 25th and there's no zombies mode which I I don't give a shit about zombies right and you know a lot of people don't a lot of people hate on it and I think that's justified I think that mode was really cool when it first came out and it's become way too convoluted since then yep I agree Uh, their reasoning for this is they wanted to make a very realistic game and zombies totally does not accomplish that feat obviously so they keep talking about this co-op experience and I'm just holding my fucking britches hoping that Spec Ops comes back because yeah, that was that shit was my jam. That was the best fucking side mode and Modern Warfare 2 will never be forgotten because of it. So yeah, they made a bunch of other like notes about it like hey, your progress is going to carry over from campaign to co-op to multiplayer like it's all the same and just some interesting like updates to the Call of Duty formula that I think is promising at the very least yeah the game's fucking beautiful too did we say that it looks gorgeous oh it looks fucking beautiful it's on a new yeah. engine 
they're using ray tracing. They're also using ray tracing audio, which was a thing I first heard about when Sony started talking about their next PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, hint, hint, wink, wink. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we'll see in just a few short months. Uh, no word yet. Rumors have been swirling for a long ass time now that Modern Warfare 2 would get a remaster that was going to launch alongside of a game. I oh. hope that's this one. Um, it's Infinity War, so it would only make sense. But, <laughs> you know, since they're doing a reboot, they might not want to include that. And that's a damn shame. <laughs> but no word on that yet. I assume we'll see a lot more of that at Xbox's press conference. I don't remember how they usually do these things when they start talking about multiplayer. I want to say it's like pretty close to release, but I don't. They have a very rigid formula for these announcements. Mm hmm. So anyway, we'll see that stuff later. Uh, we have some DLC news though for Mortal Kombat 11. They new just characters? announced their yeah new characters. They just announced their combat pass uh, with a trailer that showed Shang Tsung, who's been known. This has been known that he was going to be the first one. Mm. The um, actor th- whose name I'm going to butcher, so I'm not going to say it from the original <laughs> 1995 Mortal Kombat, uh, comes back to his role, and obviously it's his likeness and everything. So we're getting him. We're getting. Fucking more people who's I don't so aha, here they are. <laughs> it must Night not be Wolf. anyone like that exciting. No, I'm actually really excited about Nightwolf. He's cool. Uh Sindel. Like no, he's he's like a um a Native American dude and he has like he channels these weapons like axes and stuff out of like Whoa. the ethereal green stuff that like Johnny Cage uses, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh Sindel, who I'm not very familiar with, but she's a returning character. And the last one in here is Todd McFarlane's Spawn. Excellent. Oh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, not since Soul Calibur have we seen Spawn. So was fucking Spawn hey, in let's Soul do- Calibur? Hey, he was in Soul Calibur 2. Oh. He huh. was he was on the Xbox version. GameCube had Darth Vader and PlayStation had Yoda. I might be getting okay, those last two. I, I remembered but- I remembered the Darth Vader Yoda one, but I did not remember the Spawn one. Yeah, Spawn was the Xbox character. Uh, so anyway, that seems cool. Um, forgive me, I do not have a pricing on the combat pass, but <laughs> Shang Tsung will be out uh, June 18th for people to start playing when they have that pass. So that game is good, man. That game is really fucking good. Yeah, I wish I was good at uh, fighting games. There's oh, one of me. the games I would love to actually be good at. But. Yeah, I, I am not at all, and I still enjoy the shit out of that game. <laughs> Just going through, going through the story. The story's fucking nuts. The towers are cool. The customization is a lot of fucking fun. Yeah. 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 I recommend it even to non-fighting game people, but this 60 bucks. So, you know, hard sell. Yeah. Let's see. Last thing here. It's called a rumor, but Elon Musk said it himself. Uh, Cuphead is playable on Tesla's. Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Does it come pre-installed? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I, I have no idea. Um, the quote is Cuphead. We've got working. The, the developers have been helping us make it work. It's a cool game. All of that is huh. correct. All of that is 100% correct. Car? You use the Tesla <laughs> as a controller. <laughs> I don't know. I really have no idea. Uh, Musk says he's working to bring the game to more. Uh, bleh. Musk says he's working to bring games that are controllable via the touchscreen, steering wheel buttons, and controllers. Um, but interesting. Oh, here it is. Cuphead is only playable with a wired USB controller. <laughs> so I don't know if you want to um, make your commute fucking more difficult. Sure, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, you can only play while the car is parked, but still. But still, yeah. exactly. It's still there. You can still do it. I still think that's, they should let the that passenger matter. play, man. Just let the passenger play while you're driving. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that would be cool. All right, another reason to own a Tesla. Uh, let's talk about some TV news real quick, and this is a a brief one. Uh, actor John Witherspoon was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and he confirmed that Boondocks season five is in pre-production. Hell yeah, dude! Love me some Boondocks. I also Johnny. love me some Boondocks. How many seasons did they do before? Like three or four before they got canceled. Uh, if this is season five, Matt, that would make four. Yes. <laughs> oh, excuse me. I, yeah, fuck, I guess. I fucking guess. <laughs> Take about ten oh, percent off there, Squirrely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. shit! 
Um, this is going to be fucking interesting, man, because of the way the world is right now. And yeah. the definitely doesn't pull any punches. And they definitely had an R. Kelly episode a, lo- a while back. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, they got to do can, another one, right? If they're doing a season five, I can't imagine that they don't. Oh, they got to go fucking ham for this, dude. They got to get another uh, another season greenlit. So they better go all out with this. Be the anti-South Park. Just dive into the politics. No big deal. <laughs> Alrighty, we got two E3 rumors or slip-ups here. Uh, actually, we'll make it three. First thing would be Dead Island 2 appeared on the Microsoft Store briefly. Uh, there were rumblings at THQ. Nordic was going to announce that again, re-announce that at E3, so <clears throat> that looks pretty likely. After five years? That, yeah, after... Has it been five? I don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> it's been at least three, I can tell you that much. <clears throat> the, a previous company ago, I can tell you that much as well. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so another thing that the Microsoft store store did because they're so good at things, uh, they announced that the surge two is going to be coming out in September. No excitement for that one. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Just fucking crickets and keyboard clicks, man. The surge was good. And I'm interested to see what the surge two does. Surge two, Neo two, like surge. It better be surgier, man. (laughs) That was going to give me a free cat of surge with everyone. No, fuck. Yes. Holy shit, I would buy that collector's edition. (laughs) (laughs) Where can I pre-order that right now? Uh, Uh, Just deposit $500 into my bank account and I'll make it. Okay, Uh, just send me your your account number and your social and cool. All right, sounds good. The last are on the back of my debit card, right? Sweet. Yeah, all of it. Address. Yeah, the the zip code I need and mother's maiden name, I believe. Okay, cool. I haven't been to the bank in a while. I don't remember what they asked for. The, the only thing I have to say as a negative about the surge is it didn't go crazy enough. So I'm hoping this one does uh, another leak that came from Amazon this time. Watchdogs, watchdogs three, specifically watchdogs Legion set in London and your main playable character here, colon, anyone you can play as wow. any NPC in the game. Apparently, is it going to be like altered carbon and you can like slide into different sleeves? Ooh, that'd be cool. Ooh, you say that and now I hope that's what it is. Uh, Hack, yeah, hacking other people's bodies. Fucking You're just going to yeah. go play as Tom the fucking accountant and go to like a desk job for the whole time. Dude, I <laughs> and get fed up so. and just hack everything. Yeah, Dude, they tell you that you can be any NPC, but they don't tell you that once you become that NPC, it's an on-rail shooter. Uh, and you just have to follow their one path and do whatever that NPC does. Yeah, I was just imagining an on rails like accountant, and then you yeah. go home and try not to divorce your wife and <laughs> just miserable life. What if you hack into Tom there? You divorce his wife, and then you hack out, so you just leave him fucked when he comes back to his body. He wakes up like, "What fucking year is it? Oh my god, everything's fucked. I don't have a." Well, job. What if you literally leave him fucked though? Like, ooh. In the middle you know of saying. of being yep. fucked. Uh huh. Mm. All right. Now I'm back in. <laughs> now you're back in. <laughs> now I'm back in. Uh, so this is interesting because there are like misspellings in this like product listing, and it's it's yeah. a weird thing to be sure. We don't know if this is actually true. Um, but Jason Schreier, who we all trust with our lives, did say that that is the title, and London is the setting. So. So Post fairly credible leak then. Yeah. Fairly credible, yes. Uh usually Amazon stuff like that doesn't just accidentally happen, but mm-hmm. you never know. You never know. And that's our news, guys, unless you have anything else to uh throw on the table here. I do not. Oh, we got ruined of what the Avengers director's new project is. Oh yeah, I didn't oh. read that. Twenty-five years. <laughs> We also got wind of that Avengers game, but the stuff was not concrete enough for me to talk about. But uh, what are the Russo brothers working on, Matt? Russo brothers are going to be bringing Magic the Gathering to Netflix in an all-new animated series. I don't know what that looks like. Do we follow the Planeswalkers? They're going to be following the Planeswalkers. They said they're going to be doing horror, uh, thriller... They, they're going to be doing a whole bunch of different genres within it. Uh, oh. There's plenty of lore. Like MTG is fucking stuff to the oh. rim full of world building. So they've yeah. got a whole bunch of shit to draw from. Plus it's through some brothers who haven't done wrong quite yet. So there's always a first, but who knows? So, right. We'll see. Uh, as somebody who recently played Yu-Gi-Oh! Duelists of the Roses, 
Um, I think you could make a pretty Why? interesting because I fucking love that game. Holy shit! <laughs> Have you ever played it? No. Oh god. So uh, I'm not gonna get into the story it right of it, now, but though. dude, it's legit. It's like it's a card battler, but it's also like a chessboard. You know, they're like, oh, we have new rules where you, you move cards to attack and like you move into position and all this other shit. It's really fucking fun. I had a <laughs> lot of fun with it back in the day. <laughs> I only got like 20 minutes into it before I had to reconfigure the um, PlayStation, we'll call it, and make it work without graphical glitches. But I fully intend on playing a lot more of that game because it was so fun. Nice. It's so fucking fun. You're, you're a card battler from a different time. Like the war of the roses is happening and Yugi is like the head fucking (laughs) retired. He's a retired card battler. And he's like this general. And he's like, Oh, use these magic, not magic cards, magical cards. (laughs) Cards that are magic. (laughs) Yeah. To to bring the, the rose duelist and like you, they go to Stonehenge and like summon you from this different time. And they're like, Hey, uh, here's a few things you should know. Also, you need to win this war for us. Thanks. And it's fucking wild, man. I don't know. I would love to see this turn into something. Not that that cartoon wasn't fucking wild enough. But <laughs> Anyway, let's move on to the week. What you guys got? Jacob, you weren't here last week. What do you have? I was not. So um, I'm going to go look at my little list real quick. I assume you guys shit about smash bros. That's all I remember. (laughs) Yeah. So I assume you guys already covered thrones, right? Uh, I know you talked John wick. So we don't talk about those. Uh, Did you guys talk about Brightburn? Had you seen that last week? I have not seen Brightburn. I did see it, but I didn't talk about it. Wait, did I talk about it? I I I don't know. Well, I I assume you listened to the podcast. Um, (laughs) We can talk about last week's sense. Yeah, okay. Uh, we can not spoil and that. I mainly but... just want to talk about the kills. That's what I want to talk about the most of, because they were fucking awesome. Spoilers. People die. Spoilers. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, okay. Better kills. Brightburn or John Wick? Oh. I hate to do this to you, man. I hate to, uh, but... Ah, uh, fuck. John I'm... Wick had more. I John Wick did... <laughs> and John Wick no. was, like, realistic no. violence, too. Um. Uh, the... Kills in Brightburn were unsettlingly realistic. Yeah, I, I yeah. I'm going to give it to John Wick, but yeah, this there are some stuff in Brightburn that was exactly what I wanted to happen. Uh, but I still think some of the stuff in John Wick was a little more real. Fucking nuts <laughs> in both movies. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's a good ass movie. Yeah, it was. It's a little slow, but it it's not slow in a bad way at all. No, it really did characters well and. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that. And it did the kids like descent into madness really fucking well. Yeah. It also, I think did the ending really fucking well. Yeah. That's not at all what, how I had expected it to end. I want to say more about it, but I don't want to spoil it for Matt. No, we won't do that. Leave it there. Yeah. (laughs) We won't do that to Matt and the listener who maybe has not had Brightburn on their radar or something. Yes. Go see, go see it though. Yeah, I agree that it, you should watch it. I don't know that it's a run out. You got to go see the theater kind of movie, uh, but it's definitely I would rent it again once when it's out to rent and I never fucking rent movies. I normally wait for it to, you know, you Amazon go. or something like that. That's a halfway endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else you got? Uh, I mean, arguing with you about Smash, but it's just a good game. Like, there's no argument there. You just, you're doing something wrong and you <laughs> broke it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I fully admit that. <laughs> like I, I just don't know. I'm slowly, slowly getting through. I have eleven characters unlocked. 11. How do you only have eleven? Eleven. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't understand either, man. <laughs> I haven't played it that that much. I also got Breath of the Wild again, so you know eh, it's kind of it's tough. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I plan to get all the characters at the very least. Then maybe I can stop playing that spirit mode because I just don't. There's something about it I don't get. Yeah, I. I don't know what you're struggling with because I, <laughs> I know it's this, it's the spirits. But even when I was playing, I would just randomize it, and I was fine in the the fights. And I basically only used Captain Falcon the entire time. There was maybe yeah. one or two times where I used the Beast Sword Fighter because he's got some pretty cheese moves. Um, nice. But I don't know. It's so there's something I do, there's something like very fundamental I don't get about the team level. 
So it'll say that my level is higher when it's like 1600 and theirs is like 4,000. I don't get what that number is. And I think that's the issue because I went into this fight against two people and I did it. I don't know, half a dozen times before I was like, fuck this, I'm leaving. I got maybe a maximum of 20 damage on them total. Yeah. And they just fucking wiped the floor with my ass. I don't think it's telling you that you're saying it's telling you that your number is higher when the other person has a higher like spirit number. Cause I think it might just be telling you that you, the like main spirit type that you're using is more effective, like does more damage to their primary spirit. I don't know. Makes any sense. Well, yeah, that does make sense. But like when you hit start and your level's lower, it's like, hey, your level's lower. Do you want to rework your spirits? Mm -hmm. And It's not telling me that. Oh. And so I go in there and it's like, oh, this fight. Okay. They favor side heavies and a random assist trophy is going to appear for the other team. And I'm like, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Then the fucking pong paddles show up. And I can't do anything because of the fucking (laughs) pong paddles. Yeah. God, man. (laughs) I don't. I don't, I don't know, man. I'm currently using Sheik, but I should switch back to Captain Falcon because he's been, yeah. he's been my dude since the first one and I never should have left He's the go-to. Yep. I did finally get the spirit that nullifies the stupid wind effect. No, yes, I remember you complaining oh, about God. that. Those were the <laughs> most frustrating, dude. And I was like, there has to be a spirit for this, but where is it? Where can yeah. I find it? And then I finally did stumble into it. So I'll get there. At some point it's going <laughs> to click and I'll be good, right? Like it's just yeah. going to be like, Yep, then you'll be on the pro circuit. I give it yeah, a year. No, <laughs> no, but uh, I will be serviceable at that point, but that point has not come yet. So, update. Well, you got to get good at it for when Banjo and Kazooie come out uh, as the, I, one of the new players. That ain't ever happening. I still don't I just, like Joker either. Did you get him? Yeah, yeah I got him. Uh, only because I bought the pass before they announced who the okay. first characters were going <laughs> to Have you. Have you played with him? Like, is there something I'm missing with like the persona or something? Like, no, I I think you just do increased damage. Uh, like the more damage you deal and take, you get that spirit level or whatever. Whereas persona comes out, um, and I think it's like a thirty second damage boost from that. Oh. But he's just not that okay. not that fun to play in general. No, he just seems like his kind moves of are, Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I'm not missing something in that regard, at least. Yeah. All right. What what else happened? Um, I watched the last watch. Did you guys watch that or talk about it already? Uh, the documentary mm, on the making it. of seven. It was really good. Uh, it focuses a lot on production and the people that helped make the show, the show and yeah. not on the actors at all. Um, That's I mean, good. there's like a point where, uh, Kit says something on like his last day of filming and fuck after hearing what he's been going through recently, like just watching him cry and like tell these people oh. it's been the best part of his entire life was some of the hardest shit I've had to watch in a long time. Damn. Um, but there's a dude on that the documentary kind of follows who's been a Stark uh, guard the entire series, and he's just super <laughs> into the show. He's like the biggest fan. Uh, he shows up for the first day of like fitting, and they've got some of the statues that are in the crypts in Winterfell, like in a parking lot. He's walking by, and he's like, "Oh, what the fuck? Look at those! Yo, are those like the old Starks?" And you can tell he's like super stoked about it and like loves being in Westeros and like super, <laughs> it's super cool. That's uh, fucking awesome. Yeah. But he, <laughs> he was definitely my favorite part of the whole documentary. So you said season seven, but this season eight, right? It's the final season. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. And that I assume is on HBO. Yes. And it's okay. uh, a, a hour and a half hour, 45 minutes. So it's like mm-hmm. feature length also. Okay, cool. I will check that out. Yeah. Uh, and then something I know you did do. I, Got into and haven't finished yet. Uh, Eli Roth's History of Horror on Shutter. Yes, and that has been some of the most fascinating shit that I have watched in a long time, and stuff that I had just like not known at all, like uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom being the woman in Psycho and shit like that. Yeah, like I did not fucking realize that either, and then it showed no, them I side by no side, clue. and you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's her daughter. Of course, they look exactly the same. Cool. <laughs> It's it's really enlightening with that sort of stuff and just the zeitgeist around these old movies where you know we yeah. weren't a part of them because they came out before we were born or whatever. <laughs> it's it's really cool. I've gotten through. I think I just finished the second slasher episode, so I'm like three episodes in. Okay, I just finished uh, the demonic possession one, which is right after that. Uh, oh, okay. that second slasher episode. But it's made me want to go back and watch a bunch of stuff too. Uh, they've just. T- 
had mentioned Cannibal Holocaust in there, and it happened to be on Shutter, so I watched that uh, this week also, which was I hadn't seen it before, and actually a really good movie. Uh, I was totally surprised. Really good, really fucked up though, right? I, I haven't seen it. I don't think. I yeah, know it's one of those I'd, ones. It's like if you want to see a fucked up movie, you watch Cannibal Holocaust, it's, or it's really not that bad. Uh, there is yeah. some stuff. I mean, it's it's one of those things like, you know, Psycho was the worst movie people had ever seen and like the most violent thing. And, you know, people were fainting in the theater and looking back now, you're like, oh, that's that's nothing. Uh, you, but yeah, I thought it was interesting. Shudder even had a little title slate in front of the film. Like, we proudly show these banned films for their, you know, talking about the excess violence and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't anything over the top. There was some like animal violence that was up like real and a lot uh yeah i think that was a very big thing Uh, yeah and this well cannibal holocaust is from what the late 70s yeah yeah because it's after vietnam and stuff okay so i'm assuming that this would be pretty muted by today's standards of some like i'm betting some of the stuff in brightburn was more grotesque than cannibal holocaust actually pulled off in large part yeah Mm -hmm. okay uh that Real quick, back to history of horror. I yeah. love that they highlight the like lesser known movies, especially when they're talking about the zombie movies. And like, you know, the these movies, you know, pioneered and inspired George Romero. And I was like, oh, I'd never even heard of this shit before. This is cool. Yeah. And I also incidentally liked their breakdown of the shower scene in Psycho. Yeah, with all the different cuts about, and stuff. Yeah, they're like, this is what this one did, and this is what this one did. They didn't go through all of them, but they really. Like they yeah. did a good job of like explaining the thought process behind Hitchcock's cuts there. And that was cool. Mm-hmm. I can't wait yeah. to watch more of that. Do we know if they're making more seasons of it? Obviously there's so much stuff in horror to cover that they didn't really do cover all the bases in this first, I think it's six episodes in the first season. Or yeah, what's currently I, out anyway. I don't know. Actually. Um, I, I don't know if, cause it's kind of presented in a way where it's like, this is like the broad strokes. Like, so how do they make a season two and like go back to slasher movies? You know, it's presented in a way that it's like, we just have some things to say about it and that's what we're going to say about it. So I don't know if they're going to do more. Um, actually I'm looking on INDB. They have a new episode coming out on the seventh. Oh shit. Left behind. Um, I don't know what it is. Hopefully it is on shutter. And cause that was an AMC show. Wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, It's AMC. So I'm uh, sure it's not going to be like simulcast on Shutter or anything like that. No, I doubt that. I wonder. Oh, it does say does say season two. Or, hey, welcome to the section where we just look at IMDb for 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, season two only look- has that one episode, but okay. So it, it does look like it's a new thing that's coming back. But that's cool. That's really cool. Uh, I do want to point out before we leave this subject, it has a rating of 8.2 out of 10 with 666 votes. Oh hell yeah! Hell yeah! I'm about to screenshot that on my phone. <laughs> oh, I'm going to tweet that at Eli Roth. Make a rating just so it fucks it up. It's like when you go on Reddit and they're like, "All right, 69 upvotes. Let's stop." And then somebody <laughs> fucks it up. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh, anything else of importance? Uh, I watched Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's super good. I love that they have the regular color episodes and also have black and white episodes on. Uh, Steve S. All Access, I think that's fantastic. I'm currently watching them all in color first. I'm only about halfway mm-hmm. through the season right now, uh, but I definitely plan on going back and re-watching them all in black and white. Yeah, just to see it. Basically a nostalgia filter, but still. Um, no, I think it, it changes so much also. You know, we rely so heavily now on visuals and stuff like that to stimulate story that it, I appreciate that you can tell a story without having to do all that. Uh, that's I I loved uh, Fury Road. They have the silver and chrome edition or black and chrome. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. fucking beautiful. Yeah, it's fantastic. Or Logan, even black and white too. Uh, hmm. It, it it's just something about it that changes the whole feel of what you're watching. Yeah, that's a good point. I'd be interested to see if that. I think I'll do the same thing as you. I think I'll go back and watch them in black and white because it's it's a fucking beautifully shot show. Yeah, like it. It is very vividly beautiful in a lot of spots. So I, I wonder how that's going to look. You, I think you're right about that. Not the same, but I did watch that Gravity with the soundtrack ripped out, and that was fucking cool. I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, Gravity, the movie oh. Gravity, the, the space. They released yeah. a version that that did not have the score behind it. Oh, that's so it was, that's cool. It was 
Yeah, it was just all the sound effects. It was really good, but that's not. Oh, that'd be that we're about eerie. Here. Yeah, just silence the entire time. Yeah, it was like a quiet place before a quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anything else? Is that? It looks yeah, like that. I think that's pretty much it. Oh, um, what's your favorite episode so far? Uh, uh, hmm. Honestly, I really liked the first one. I so the first one was weird to me. It it didn't seem like a Twilight Zone episode to me until Jordan Peele did his and he took a detour in twilight zone and then it kind of started to get a little creepier on from that point uh right so i think that one was good i really liked how they did nightmare at Thirty Thousand feet uh mm-hmm. i thought that was good that was good uh oh, the, and man i really like all of them the one after that uh rewind that fucking cop had me disgusted the entire time i was watching that episode yeah um, that's that's the one where i can see where People who are hating on the show, I can kind of see what they're saying. That one was a little ham-fisted with the racial it definitely stuff. Definitely is, yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's not like it's wrong. It's not like it's an incorrect mm-hmm. portrayal of racism. Uh, but it was just a little heavy-handed in that aspect. So I can see yeah. what people are saying about that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I there's not one that I actively dislike. I can tell you that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm still, you know, I got four or five more episodes left to watch, so I'm excited. Oh. I'm wrong. I'm actually two ahead of you. The uh, episode seven was kind of nuts. So is that the space that one or the one after the space one? That's that's the one after the space one. Okay. I'm yeah. on the space one, so I'll probably watch that other one tonight. Both yeah. of them. We've talked about most of the shit that I did. Um, <laughs> Riper and history of horror. I did watch the first episode of swamp thing. Oh, was it good? It's fucking good. Oh dude. I'm so excited. Like legit. It's fucking good. And I saw the ratings on IMDb and Rotten Tomato and I was like, oh, good. Other people think it's good, too. It's holding a very strong rating. It is fucking creepy. Like the first episode does not deal with the swamp thing very much. He shows up at the end, but they Mm -hmm. do a lot of really cool stuff with the setting and the characters and the story. And yeah, I recommend it so far. Like it's one episode, but totally worth the eight bucks of admission to watch probably going forward but at least this episode i would say nice that's awesome if I, i'm glad yeah, to hear that it's actually good right i hope they do more stuff like this i don't know what else dc has to offer in this type of realm but did you or are you currently watching doom patrol uh no i have not and i am not yet i couldn't tell if it looked awful or not uh so i was hoping someone else that wasn't well, our friend eli I've heard that's a, like the fanboy. best one out there and like that's all really? yeah there. Yeah, I'll say this: Swamp Thing's fucking good. Titans is actually really good. So I, I believe don't know that, that Doom Patrol is good. Titans. You should. It it is actually it's those trailers did not do it justice. It's I, I so am preparing much... to watch it after I finish Attack on Titan. So yeah. Oh yes. shit! Yeah, that's what I did this week, dude. Attack on Titan season oh. three is fucking wild. Uh, oh shit! God, I want to talk about it so bad, but ah, uh, it it's it might be my favorite bit of anime i've seen in like the last five years oh wow uh, it's fucking good yeah it's it does it get better well, i don't i don't want to say better oh, God. It's, fucking amazing. <laughs> it's fucking amazing right now but the reveal with aaron and historia and what they've been doing to control people for the last hundred years like uh-huh. blew my fucking mind and i get yeah, it yeah better yeah. uh-huh like yeah. <laughs> it only goes up from there Oh my god. I was talking to one of my coworkers about it today and he told me that I should read the fucking books already. Like I was an idiot for not having known what uh I just watched this week. But oh, if you're not watching Talk on Titan, go watch it. It um, good. Where can I watch season three? It's on I Hulu. will post my it's Funimation. Crunchyroll, yeah, Funimation. Oh is it just straight up on Hulu? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, it uh It doesn't have the dub though. If you're if you're down to watch subs, then Hulu has it. Yeah, it's like is the dub worth it? I it's think I watched it. the I first season. I think it's one of the most well voice acted. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. I'll just put that mentally in my head with Dragon Ball Z as good dub. Oh, also, I'm saying that uh, Attack on Titan is my favorite anime so far, but uh, uh, My Hero Academia comes back in I was going to say. And then I'm oh, sure that, that season will probably top this one. Uh, but man, it's been a wild ride so far. Isn't One Punch Man supposed to be coming back soon, too? Oh, it's back. Uh, it's back right now, yeah. It's I, back right now? Okay, I haven't seen any of it. But I, just, I know that people were talking about it, so... Uh, well, yeah, I did those things. I watched Swamp Thing. I watched The Perfection on Netflix, which is a movie that completely t- took me by surprise. 
Hmm. I saw I've the, the trailer oh. for it. That's uh, did you watch Girls on HBO? Yes. That's the one with Marnie in it, right? Yes. Okay, I saw the trailer and added it to my queue, uh, and I'm planning on watching that soon. It was good. Yeah, uh, mm, I don't know how I feel about it. I honestly okay. don't. So uh, I don't want to spoil anything here. The trailer, I think, if I remember correctly, is what 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 feeling do you get from the trailer, Jacob? As far as like the story here, uh, I mean, it would just seem like real creepy and ominous. Marnie looked fucking weird. Uh, I don't know what the actress's name is. Um, Allison Williams, but go on. Uh, honestly, I was very high when I was watching the trailer last okay, night. Cool. I don't remember most of it, but remember thinking, okay. oh shit, that looks really cool. Um, um, did the trailer do the like quote thing talking about like the twist and the ending and did it do that? No. Or was no. I just reading comments? Okay. So it does, it does that. It, it is a thriller in the sense that it is going to show you something and then it's going to recontextualize that for you in a different way so that it changes the story and it actually does that several times. The thing that's weird about it is when it does that, it'll show you the events. It'll show you on screen, the things that happened. And then it will literally rewind all of those scenes and go back to the beginning and show you what happened. It's the most jarring thing. I don't think I like that aspect of it at all. Yeah. That's kind of weird, but I will say that, Holy shit, this movie is fucked up. It is going (laughs) to show you some body horror shit that you don't want to see. And there's some bad CGI that really fucking creep me out. I will just say that much. Really? <laughs> um, when you watch it, you'll know. <laughs> That's all I'm saying about that. Okay. Uh, and I played a single video game this week. One that, you know, we haven't talked about a thousand times. I played Void Bastards. Which oh, oh, yeah. I have that downloaded. I you about that. It is really fucking good, man. Uh, we talked about this a while back when it first got announced, which wasn't that long ago it it's got this comic book style and it's a first person shooter in the vein of like doom you know so it's a uh, pretty fast paced it also has hints of like ftl in it where you're going on these ships and you're running through the rooms and shit i mean that's not what ftl was like but it has like procedurally generated ftl on spaceship type stuff mm-hmm. it's it's got this level of humor that feels like borderlands but dialed down to an acceptable level and it's made by people who made Bioshock and System Shock 2. So what the fuck more do you want? <laughs> um, it's really fucking hard. I went to my first ship and it's a roguelike or roguelite. One of the two. I'm not exactly sure where that distinction splits. <laughs> but I went to my first ship with a pistol and 20 bullets and I ran into one enemy and it's... Uh, God, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like it's like the big bad enemy. They're really tough to kill. And he was behind this window and there was like a break in the window. So I just kept like sidestepping and shooting him and stepping back to keep safe. I wasted all 20 of my bullets and he did not die. (laughs) (laughs) He was really close. So I scavenged the rest of the ship. I found like four more bullets. I shot those four into him. He did not die. So then I left the ship with some new fuel. And what you're doing is you're traveling around a solar system. So you have um, your path kind of like Star Fox, you know, where like, oh, you're here and then you can split here, you know, if Mm -hmm. you do the right thing. But really, you can just choose which way to go. Yeah. And so I had enough fuel for three jumps. So I made two. And then I was like, okay, if I move one more, it's this empty space with no spaceship. And I'm not going to be able to get fuel. So I'm just going to die. So I guess I'll just go into this ship right now. Well, that ship had a ton of fucking enemies. I did not have any bullets. And I died almost immediately. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those games. It is absolutely one of those games. But it's in this comic book style that I think is really fucking cool. There's, you know, the onomatopoeia of like steps on your vision and like it just it just looks fucking cool and like i said the humor is there it's got like a smarmy british dude who talks to you (laughs) and he reminds me of claptrap but again totally tolerable not obnoxious and it's good it is 30 bucks on steam it is also on game pass right now if you have that and i recommend it i recommend at least giving this a look nice i'm always pleasantly surprised when good games release and they're not 60 dollars like, I don't know right. who decided that video games cost $60 no matter what, uh, but I was don't people put out good games. But Yeah, it's a big publisher thing for sure. Um, oh, actually, as of note, this is published by Humble Bundle. So, oh. yeah, interesting. Anyway, that's what I did this week. Matt, what you got? Nice. I did not choose to pursue Lou Boo. That's what I got this week. Okay, uh, so you played Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> no, I played uh, <laughs> the the better Three Kingdoms game, in my opinion. I <laughs> uh, picked up Total War, finally, 
and did my first campaign as Xiao Xiao or Xiao Xiao, or I think it's Xiao Xiao because they chant his name after every fucking victory. Oh, okay, uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I did super fucking good up until the point where the actual three kingdoms start to form. And then Yuan Xiao, because that fucking dumbass, uh, decided to vassalize about six of my allies and about three other guys on the same fucking turn somehow, uh, despite being the literal weakest power in the game at the moment. I don't know how the hell he managed to sway people over <laughs> to his side. So anyways, uh, there I am, now surrounded on all sides, and Xiao Xiao is like a diplomatic mastermind, so he's having other people fight his wars for him. I have two standing armies that are pretty good, but I also have like 30 fucking territories that take like fucking 10 turns to cross. So now I'm surrounded on all sides, I get raked over the coals and lose terribly um <laughs> then my next campaign after that ended prematurely when i pissed off uh lu bay who i didn't realize was the reigning han prime minister and i had to put in their settlements because it's like oh it's just a little tiny settlement nobody wants it and then next thing you know oh you pissed off lu bay and he's coming for you and sure as fuck he did come for me so um that just it was not good so now i am playing as fuck i forgot his name uh <laughs> Gongsun Zan. There's so many fucking names. Oh my god. Yeah, it's like, um, it like there's a lot of very <laughs> Chinese names that would trip me up as a very white person. More than passing knowledge of this period and the books right. and the stories, and I am still getting like what, what, who, what, when, where, why, uh-huh. <laughs> kind of shit. So, um, other than that, this is officially replacing Shogun Two as my absolute favorite Total War. There, it is. Okay, amazing. It's a step in the right. It's like a huge step in the right direction as far as UI goes, as far as control, as far as diplomacy. Like I went and tried to play the one that came out before this, the the Britannia one, and that just mm-hmm. looked outdated as fuck compared to this. Um, diplomacy like actually works, and you can use it to you know not just get a thousand gold from someone. Uh, so playing a Xiao Xiao fucking instigating proxy wars and like forcing other people to dislike each other and like you more it was amazing because i spent most of my time in the diplomacy screen and then just cackling like a motherfucker when my hard laid plans actually worked and people wiped <laughs> each other off the map and oh my god it was amazing okay. um, so yeah for the uninitiated uh and i've played the total war games but it's been a long ass time it's basically civilization with like real-time strategy battles right yes kind of. Okay. Uh, and then, so my final question would be this or Anno, which is the better strategy game so far? This. Well, okay. I think it's two completely separate games. Right. They are. Which, which would you, which are you going to play more of? Anno, Total I would War, play more of thing? in order to relax. Oh, okay. But when I want a challenge and to actually, you know, use my brain, I'm going to play Total War. Perfect. That's the kind of distinction that we like. Yeah. I mean, not to say that you don't use your brain in Anno, but like when I actually have to think about, you know, 30 other characters and how to manage my armies and and keeping my people happy and what am I going to be doing 10 turns down the road? Like who's going to be pissed off? Like that that kind of shit. I'm playing Total War. Okay. uh, The other, the best part of this, I just got to say, is because this is like, you know, Kung Fu, like huge heroes in Chinese history going at it. Your generals are heroes. Like, cause it's got two roads. It's got romance mode, which is the normal thing. And then, it's and then it's got, uh, well, it's called romance of the three kingdoms. It's like, so that's like yeah. the fairy tale version. And then you've got records mode, which is the actual like historical base. Like, you know, your generals are going to have bodyguards, like the normal total war. So yeah. romance mode, your generals can wreck entire fucking armies. And it's, fun as shit to watch like just have them charge up the middle wreck like split open the entire enemy defense and everybody come after him or you can have them duel the enemy generals and like so you march your armies up you can park them there it's like i want to fucking fight you and then they come out they're like i'm riding at each other like one of them will knock the other off the horse and then they go at it and it's like all flourishy and crouching tiger hidden dragon shit it's cool as hell. <laughs> okay. like, it's cool as fucking hell so but yeah so it is it is the strategy version of dynasty warriors at that point it literally yeah <laughs> <laughs> sounds cool i'm i'm Man, actually really into that you get fucked by lou boo because he's gonna come around and destroy your entire five thousand man army in like two minutes so uh, do you have the yellow turban rebellion add-on for this or 
I do, but I have not played them. Okay. Uh, I have heard that they are like completely different playstyle-wise from everybody else. And there's good 15 different playstyles because every warlord is completely fucking different. So Okay, that's cool. I should get I should get this. I should. You should, I highly, highly, highly I uh, I keep searching for more strategy and this yeah. is definitely it's up there in terms okay. of strategy games for sure. Um, I'll look up there. So I also finally started watching Attack on Titan again after fuck six years. Ooh, okay. Something like that. that well, because I watched the first season and I was like, cool, that was cool. And then the second season took like three years to come out and I was just kind of not <laughs> interested at that point. Um, yeah. I am kind of kicking myself because holy shit, I've watched 20 episodes the last two days. <laughs> it's a fucking Damn. amazing like holy shit this is amazing stuff like the first season was good this like a whole other level I, yeah I dude it's, it's gonna... that human versus human conflict is so fucking good oh my god it's amazing <laughs> and when they finally start peeling back the layers of the mystery and what's actually going on and it's like holy fuck this is cool as hell it's got some badass fucking fights Ugh. i will get back into that for sure <laughs> that i haven't watched this again <laughs> okay um speaking of absolutely badass fights i took my damn self to the movie theater on friday night and watched godzilla because nobody else wanted to go with me apparently um i had a fucking blast and i was the only one in the theater <clears throat> that was like cheering <laughs> it was dead time <laughs> i just had people looking at me like i don't fucking care i'm having fun nice. um, <laughs> I like the 2014 Godzilla. I had no issues with it. I mean, there could have been more Godzilla, of course, but yeah. other than that, it was good. This is like, yeah, we like that one, but we really want more monsters. And holy shit, did they deliver? Like, <laughs> King Ghidorah is the most badass fucking thing ever in his introduction. And like, oh my god, I, I don't know. I can't say too much without spoiling it, but yeah. the final fight as well. Oh my god, I don't. Awesome. It's like it's literally. <laughs> Like, they took the Showa-era fucking Godzilla films and gave it a Hollywood budget. Like, that's what it feels like. It's just the fun of this. Like, it's got that somewhat political message in there that's not going to be too heavy-handed. Um, and the human characters are fine. They did, they did, they did what they're supposed to do. They were a vessel for getting to the monster fights. Awesome. Like, yeah. So people that are bitching about it, it's like you're obviously not there for the monster fights, which is, it's Godzilla. Yeah. There's the King Ghidorah with Mothra and Rodan and a whole shit ton of other ones. <laughs> And then, uh, I, I don't know. But at the end of it, there is an after credits, and I'm pretty sure I know exactly who King Kong and Godzilla are going to be fighting at the end of next year. Oh, because, shit. And I, I saw that, and combined with something they used earlier in the movie, I was like, oh my god, it's going to be fucking, <laughs> insert blank. Yep, 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 there you go. <laughs> I, I, I geek the fuck out, because I'm probably the only one of us that's actually going to know what it was, but... Um, yeah, I was like, Whoo! it's cool. So cool. I'm into I'm into seeing that for sure. I don't think I'm gonna make it to a theater, but I really want to see that. It was so good. I was excited. Yeah, can I get the uh, audience score for that for the draft? Yeah. Please? So the score? Oh. audience score was 89 percent last time I checked, and critic score was 40. <laughs> so there's some disconnect there. I think <laughs> there's a little bit. Of it. There usually is uh where the hell is it here it is so critics are up to 48 again this is metacritic audience is 79 you're looking pretty good there jacob <laughs> thank Wait. you did you pick is that was that your pick i don't even remember no no i i oh, just okay. drafted it i didn't draft it for oh, the for audience that. score yeah we didn't yeah we didn't do that for movies huh we should do that next year write that down take a pick yeah that'd be good at <laughs> yeah. yeah all right matt what else you got good omens <laughs> Good Omens. Oh, right. That's right. <laughs> I did watch Good Omens. I have not finished it yet, but um, if you read the book, which Jacob, I think you were listening to the book last time. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet. I'm I about to. Um, it's literally the book translated to screen. I haven't read the book in like 10 years, so I don't know if there's any like little things, but other than that, holy shit. The humor's there. The acting is fucking fantastic. The narration is fucking fantastic. And the story is, of course, fantastic. I mean, it's fucking did you say you haven't finished it yet i have not finished the show yet yeah okay do you know if this the show is just like is the first season the entire book it's the they did it as one six hour movie is what game was saying okay cool so it's um Um, good i know this might not be the most appropriate comparison but did you watch american gods 
I did, I did, and I don't like it that much. Okay. All right. It was okay. That, that suffices for me. That was all yeah. I was going to ask. Yeah. Um, um, and where is Good Omens at? Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Finally, Prime gets some good shit worth like actually subbing for. <laughs> well, I'm subbed no matter what. So They're going to have Lord of the well, Rings yeah. soon. Lord of the Rings, Wheel of Time, King Conan, hopefully. They're trying to uh, fill the HBO void. They're <laughs> filling that fantasy <laughs> void for sure. All right. Well, if you guys don't have anything, I think that's our show. Yeah, Fan no, I think that was it. Sense. All right. Uh, we will probably have something special lined up this week. And then next week, we will have E3 shit to talk about. So, you know, if you're not like us and you're Hawkeye and all the news, we will have it for you. And <laughs> Jacob, I am finally going to get around to playing that Blade and Sorcery VR thing. So, Oh, nice. Yeah, I will tell you how that goes at the very least. Uh, But that's it. Thanks for being here. Take your word. Get the fuck out.